fellow Earthlings, welcome to the fourth episode of Third Eye Rising. It is April 29th, 2020. Pretty exciting stuff. Uh, I wanted to focus on a few things today. Um, so one of them being human rights. We're going to dive into that. Um, health, the health system. Um, and just some further investigating I've, I've done since I last gotten here and chatted. So buckle up. It's about to get interesting. Um, so first and foremost, human rights. Um, what are they? Who even knows? Um, the United Nations has a universal, uh, declaration of human rights, um, and it was adopted in December 1948. Oh, yes. Um, and just to be clear, I have um, my anthropology and development um, textbook here that I used uh, for my university course. Um, authors are Emma Crew and Richard Axelby. So um, maybe you can look into that um, yourself. It's a good it's a good book to to have um so basically moving on just to give you the uh, authors there and their credit um we have here the definition of um human rights it says declaring that all human beings are born free and equal in dignity it asserts that everyone is entitled to all the rights and freedoms set forth in this declaration without distinction of any kind such as race color, sex, language, religion, political, or other opinion, national or social origin, property, birth, or status. Uh, and I want to read you some of these rights so that you know what this uh, body of people, being the UN, has declared our rights to be. Uh, so it has 30 articles. I probably... I, don't think I'll read them all to you, um, but it says civil and political rights guarantee to individuals the following freedoms. The right to security, recognition as a person before the law, nationality, and a fair trial or hearing before a tribunal. The rights to freedom from discrimination, slavery, and servitude, arbitrary arrest, detention, or exile. I'm sorry, that one makes me laugh because... There's a whole bunch of that going on uh, all the time, but sure, it's a right. Um, it says the right to freedom of movement. That one I question because uh, if you want to get on an airplane and leave the country, you need a passport. And so, interesting. Like, I understand that we need some way to be identified, but, I mean, we're not, we don't have complete freedom of movement, but sure. Moving on. The right to peaceful assembly and association and to take part in government directly or through freely, freely chosen representatives. Right now, we're not allowed to peacefully assemble. Uh, there's a request for everyone to stay home. So that right, I guess, is suspended um, at the moment. Uh, it says the right to freedom of religion, opinion, speech, and expression. That one's a huge one because um, 
I'll get into it a bit later, but right now there is um, a lot of efforts by certain platforms to hush people up. So, but I'll talk about that later. Um, what other ones here we wanted to go over? We should go over. Um, I think those were the, the main ones. I'll maybe just read you the uh, economic rights. It says the right to own property alone, as well as in association with others, the right to a standard of living of adequate, uh, sorry, to a standard of living adequate for health and well-being, including food, clothing, housing, medical care, and social services. Uh, I want to remind you that people literally live off a dollar a day and have to eat trash to survive. So, world's not doing too hot in that department, but I'll move on. Um, what did I, did I say all that? Yeah, food, clothing, housing, medical care, yes. Um, the right to form and join trade unions, the right to work, equal pay, and to just and favorable conditions of work, as well as to leisure the right to social protection in times of need, especially for mothers and children. That one, yeah, we're going to talk about later as well. Um, keep that in your back pocket. The right to social protection in times of need, especially for mothers and children. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to touch on the idea of rights because I feel like it's a bit of a blurry um, topic. Like, I don't know... If I didn't take this course, would I know that the, you know, uh, universal declaration of human rights that they, um, that these were specifically set out for everybody, according to the United Nations? No. Um, I feel like a lot of people probably haven't really, um, thought too much into it, but, um, I don't know. I, I, these things are challenging because rights are tricky. Um, cultures get involved and, you know, where uh, one culture might say, like, these people need these rights. Another culture might say, well, it's our tradition to have uh, a different way of being. Like, something specifically I'm thinking about is, um, especially with children, you know, some children um, in certain countries um, are an economic asset and they're going to start working at the age of like seven you know versus over here in the west like we think that's atrocious and kids should not be working a lot of us think that that's you know awful and that kids should be um you know at home happy in school and whatever but um the reality is that um, we just have a lot going on culturally around the world. So, um, something to consider, but I just, I just think that a lot of these rights that we have are more idealistic than, um, realistic like this one. I'm going to come back to, uh, the right to standard of living adequate for health and well-being, including food, clothing, housing, housing, medical care, and social services. Uh, yeah. I guess my next question is, like, who makes sure that these rights are being met? 
if it's not us the people like do we just think that the government is going to do all these things and make sure that people are you know eating and clothed and stuff it's uh it's tricky and it's a little bit controversial but yeah I absolutely do agree that um you know everyone should have the right to food clothing housing etc but the way we live it's just not a reality for an unfortunate um, amount of people so I think we can do better I think that uh I want to encourage people to look into these human rights, this declaration. Um, I'm sure at some point this might have been updated. 1948 is some time ago. But, um, again, another little thing um, to maybe research for yourself. Something to just uh, think about. Um, I think that... um, the responsibility maybe should be on everybody to make sure that we're all in this together. Um, it's, it's like daunting to think about making sure that um, everyone has their rights and needs met and stuff, but I think we're capable. I'm an optimist. I really do think that uh, above all else, like as human beings, we are fully capable of the things that we know to be um, just right. You know, when you know it's right, you just know it. Like, should everybody have access to food? Absolutely. That's like not a question. Um, I just think I'm, in my personal opinion, the resources are not being distributed or used, uh, in a sustainable way. I mean, there's lots of talk of like overpopulation and, you know, we can't feed everyone. I'm going to call BS. Mother Earth is hella bountiful. Uh, we just waste resources. Like, uh, for example, the meat industry. I know that we love our meat and it's spreading to the rest of the world. This idea of like burgers and chicken and all that stuff. Um, I'm a hypocrite. Like, I'm not going to say that I don't eat meat because I totally do. But, um, I am trying to be mindful of that. But just the water we waste on feeding these animals to then um, kill them and eat, eat them. Like, it's it's outrageous. It's a bit outrageous. Um, and it's like, oh, the, there's water sor- shortages. Mm, I don't know. We're just using a lot of it to feed animals to eat them. It's weird. I don't know. I think it's... I think this is a bit weird. We're just, we're wasting resources. I think if more people um, knew how to gr- grow their own food and be more self-reliant, uh, then we'd be good. Like, I often think about um, just the uses of space that um, that we have. Like, on this plot of land, you know, you can have a front yard, or that front yard could be a nice garden where people uh, can come and pick some uh, veggies or fruits or whatever. Like, we literally could be um, sharing food and stuff. Um, but maybe I'm digressing a bit. Yeah, I just, the main point there is that uh, 
I think we should start thinking about our rights and what it means to have those rights and how do we exercise them? What does that look like? Um, maybe ask yourself, do I feel like I know what my rights are and um, I exercise them daily? Or, you know, are we just kind of doing our thing and going through the motions? I don't know. Maybe it's the second one. Maybe it's the first one. But I think this is an exciting time to be living in. And uh, yeah, we should definitely explore these things. Why not? All right, jumping into the next topic, we have health. Um, I think this is super relevant right now with what's going on in the world. Um, yeah, everyone's thinking about their health and what it means to be healthy, I hope, at least. Um, and right now, I am... I just started a book by Christiane Nornthump. She's an MD. Um, it's called Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom. Um, but she makes some really good points in there that I feel like really could be... Um, generalized um just talking about how like women um are interact with the um medical system but i think there's kind of this underlying idea that um oh this is funny let me tell you this so i'm just talking about rights in my in my last um little piece there and i was thinking to myself, like, I want to be really careful because there's copyrights. And so reproduction of someone else's work um, is, you know, could probably get anyone in a lot of legal trouble. So I did my due diligence and I'm like on the internet being like, hey, Canadian copyrights, uh, what does that look like? Just to make sure that I kind of know what's going on there. So, I mean, uh, this one here, I'll just let you know, it says all rights reserved. Um, no part of this book may be reproduced or transmitted in any form by any means, electronic or mechanical, including copywriting, recording, or by any information storage and retrieval system without permission of, uh, in writing from the publisher. So like in my mind, I'm like, is that saying that like, I can't even talk about what the book is discussing? Cause there's some really good points. Like I was going to read some, of it, and then I was like, nope, that's probably infringing on the copyright. Um, so I won't do that. But see how important rights are? Like, there's just these big bodies of um, information that are supposed to kind of guide us. And if we don't follow, you could get in trouble. Um, but anyways, I think that she just makes some really good ideas um, this is kind of an old book. When, when was this? 1994. I think there was just some good ideas about, yeah, our relationship to um, the healthcare system. Um, I mean, is it health or do we honestly just focus on disease? Which I do think we, we um, focus on disease a lot. Um, so I just think right now it is important to think about um maybe why um why we want to give people in positions of authority 
um, kind of like the expertise stamp. Like it's really relevant right now that, you know, uh, the difference between being sick and healthy and like just wanting doctors to tell us they, um, know what's going on with our own bodies. Like it's, it's interesting. Um, you know, that maybe some of us don't trust, um, to know what's going on in our own bodies. Yeah. It's just interesting to think that we, uh, want to give authority to people about our own bodies. Obviously, um, doctors go to school and they study, um, okay. Yes. Okay. So sorry. Um, they study, health and biology and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's kind of paternalistic. I like, I love the word paternalistic. And so I kind of came across this, um, this term when I was, um, in my first degree there. And so I'll just read you here. The definition of paternalism, um, is a policy or practice on the part of people in positions of authority of restricting the freedom and responsibilities of those subordinate to them in the subordinate's supposed best interest. Um, <clears throat> I just think how that relates to health right now is that, you know, we want all these experts and scientists and doctors to tell us uh, what's going on with our bodies. And it's just like, you know, if you're sick, you don't feel well, your body's like, hello, ring a ding ding. You know, you get signs and symptoms. Um, but right now, like a focus for me personally in the health department is root causes of um, of health issues. Like this might be a bit outlandish for some people, but um, I read somewhere that um, asthma can be attributed to um, the passing on of some of um, a mother's trauma to her child um and if you think of how things work energetically and stuff like I think it's totally plausible that you know we store trauma in our bodies and we can pass that on generationally um to our children but maybe that's a another time to another topic to dive into another time um but yeah this one's like, this one's tricky to, to, um, really stamp down. Cause I know right now there's just, um, two camps kind of saying, trust the experts, listen to the doctors, do as they say. And then other people are saying, well, I think I'm going to take health and my well-being into my own hands. Um, I just don't find that there's a lot of talk, um, with this whole pandemic going on about, um, like eating healthy and exercising. Maybe there is, I don't know. I've tuned out of the mainstream media, but, um, you know, eating healthier, getting better sleep, um, exercising, stuff like that. Um, it's really important. I mean, I think a lot of us have some extra time to do such things. Um, something that was brought to my attention that's really sucks to me 
stuck with me, sorry, is um, just the idea that, you know, we, we obviously we trust doctors. They did go, do the schooling and stuff like that. And um, at some level, they're supposed to um, help us when we have issues. But um, just the idea that anytime you're sick or, you know, you've broken a bone or you get a cut or whatever, like your body is the mechanism, like just by, I don't know, I'm going to call it divine intelligence. Your body is the one that heals itself. You know, no amount of doctors or pills or whatever, like, yeah, the, you know, the, um, the pills and stuff that you're given can help, um, on some level, but for the most part, it's all you, baby. That's all you, um, it up in there just healing. And like, I love the process of, I'm a weird person. I kind of like scabs. They're interesting. Um, but the process of like watching, uh, a cut heal, like at one point I had major cuts on my hands um, from one of my cats. It was like it, they were deep. They were crazy. It was on the palm of my hand. And just, um, yeah, watching the process of the scab form and, you know, it's all healed up now. But it's just like I didn't have to think about it. My body just like kicked into gear and was like, dope. Let me fix that for you. Like, yeah, thanks. Um, something else I was thinking about. Two, that's funny in relation to health, is those commercials, like the ones for like COPD, which is, um, I don't know, like kind of like asthma almost, um, when it's just like, do you suffer from COPD? And it's like, try this new drug. But then it's also like, side effects may be loss of sight, loss of hearing, uh, development of a cancer tumor, you might have suicidal thoughts, you might lose your left thought, like, just this long list of side effects, and then I'm like, okay, in my mind, I'm like, uh, okay, so you want to treat one thing, but then there's a laundry list of potential side effects, um, yeah, I don't know, it seems funny to me, I just, I, I do have to laugh, and like, teach their own everyone you know uh, I think kind of tying back to rights everyone has the right to everyone should have the right to determine you know what health looks like for them um and and I think that's totally cool um but I do think at at some point we lost trust in ourselves to to navigate um being healthy and like our immune systems are amazing. Um, if you do any research on the immune system and how it ties into um, eating healthy foods, which some of us sadly do not have access to, again, rights, what? Um, yeah, and how food, the food, sorry, what was the quote? The medicine's in the food. The medicine is in the food. The more processed garbage you eat, the sadder your body will be. Um, I think, yeah, it's, uh, a good time. Another little mission for y'all, um, is to, yeah, look into the, the immune system. Again, jo uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, you can find him on, um, Instagram. He's really, he's really good. I don't know if any of you follow, um, 
or have Gaia guys another good one about talking about that stuff but um yeah Joe Dispenza he talks a lot about how you know our nervous system um automatic nervous system works and what that looks like in terms of being healthy and how our thoughts influence um our health which is crazy like I think um the one time he was talking about the idea that like your brain does not know the difference between an event happening in real time or you thinking about the event so like if something traumatic happens to you and then you keep on thinking about it like your body's going to respond as if it's actually happening right now regardless of like it could have been 30 years ago but if it's just like you keep on coming back to this um thing yeah your body responds to it which is crazy like um yeah super crazy um but then again you have also the um scientific research about um neuroplasticity and and being able to change your thought patterns and basically change yourself for the better um super cool so yeah health um just something to think about is is whether or not we trust um, our immune systems um, and our own selves to navigate um, being healthy. Um, I'm not going to say that I don't value doctors. Absolutely, they do amazing jobs, and I'm super grateful to have access to healthcare um, when I need it. So, by no means am I like trashing um, doctors or nurses or hospitals or whatever like that. Um, but I am saying that for me on some level, um, maybe we can start trusting again in ourselves and doing some of our own research um, into these things. Uh, yeah, it could help. It could help. I don't know. Multiple sources of information. I think is, is, is good, but then to, to bring it back and just maybe ask yourself, like, how do I take care of my own health? It could be, uh, really important in these current times. So the next thing here I wanted to talk about is just some of the further investigation I've been doing um, around world events. And I'm just going to throw it out there. You might want to tune out if... Um, how do I put this? There's like dark and heinous shit happening in the world. Oh, pardon my French. Um, but I think it's worth talking about I am the type of person who wants to go to those cringeworthy topics and just dig in there and and see what we get so if you're not one of those people and you like things light and fluffy um by all means tune out and I hope you have a great rest of your day but for those of us who are uh a little bit more um <clears throat> adventurous yeah stay tuned so basically anyways the further investigation I've done um I don't know 
how many of us have heard of Pizzagate. It's absolutely awful. Um, and I, and I, I'm not even gonna give specifics. Um, it just has to do with emails regarding, um, child abuse by people in high positions. And it's the type of thing where you really just want to turn away and you don't want to think about it. Like when I was finding out this information, I literally, I couldn't sleep for one night because I was like, this is just blows my mind. But, um... Yeah, just there's some really awful child abuse happening in the world right now. And a huge part of me was just like, eh, Ashley, don't go there. Like, you know, this podcast is, you know, education through compassion and <clears throat> social sciences, keeping it chill, chill. But another part of me, which is on a lot deeper of a level, is just like, girl, you gotta, you gotta say what you gotta say, speak your truth. So anyways, um, yeah. If you research Pizzagate, there's um, there's a lot going on there. And um, some of the things that I had watched, two things on YouTube, I'm not sure if it's still there, Fall of the Cabal and Out of Shadows, hard pills to swallow. Like, they get lodged in there and it's like, what? No. No. Um, but basically, it's just exploring the ways in which people are kind of controlled and manipulated and a lot of people want to say no that's a conspiracy we're not controlled you know life is all gravy and if you want to believe that fair fair but um the way I operate I question everything like I always think to myself once like people tell you not to question anything especially like you know people in high places or you know the media or whatever that's exactly when you start questioning some shit. Like, excuse me, but it's kind of a blow to people's intelligence to tell them not to look into anything for themselves. And in previous um, episodes, I'd said uh, that I think it's important to have multiple sources of information and then trust yourself to decide, uh, you know, how you feel about it and what you take on as, you know, enough evidence for something to be true or not. Um, and I kind of hold myself to that standard all the time. Like, I, I really do look into things that I think a lot of people just don't want to think about. And this is one of them. Um, yeah. It's not, it's not pretty, but at the same time, like... It's just so easy to, to avoid responsibility of maybe taking a look further into things because some of those things that you might find are like, like awful and, um, are dark, but, um, I think fear is something that's being pushed right now. Um, if you do follow a lot of mainstream media and stuff like that. And I think that right now there's just like a global movement of people saying enough is enough. I do not fear. Um, I don't need to live in fear all the time. It's literally not good for your body. Your immune system, again, responds to um, fear and stuff. Talking about health and how important that is. So... Um, 
yeah, there's a, just a huge global mo- movement. I will talk about, I guess, so Q, Q Anonymous. Um, this is, I think, on um, on Wikipedia or whatever. Basically, it's just talking about how it's like a right-wing conspiracy group, um, which, I don't know. I think conspiracy is anyone who goes against the grain and the mainstream narrative. Um, I don't know. I just think it's smart to look into some things. And a lot of people are sharing information that at, at some point it becomes undeniable. And you're like, eh, okay. People aren't crazy. People are doing the research. People are actually looking into things. And then these people are doing the research and looking into things. They're saying, don't take it from me. Go look for yourself. Um, Like, for example, uh, last time I talked about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation being under investigation. And so, where's the website? Um, Going back to the um, petitions.whitehouse.gov website, it says... There was a goal of a hundred thousand um, signatures, and there are four thousand or four hundred sixty-one thousand eighty-three people who have signed this. That's a lot of people. That's not just like a couple people being like, "No, we need to look into this." Um, no, lots of people are deciding that they they need to slow it down, and um, yeah. Um, Actually, I'm going to read this to you. So on this website, it says, as we look at events surrounding the COVID-19 pandemic, various questions remain unanswered. On October 18th, 2019, only weeks prior to Ground Zero being declared in Wuhan, China, two major events took place. One is Event 201. The other is the Military World Games held in none other than Wuhan. Since then, a worldwide push for vaccines and biometric tracking has been initiated. At the forefront of this is Bill Gates, who has publicly stated his interest in reducing population growth by 10 to 15 percent by means of vaccination. Gates, UNICEF and the World Health Organization have already been credibly accused of intentionally sterilizing Kenyan children through the use of hidden human growth, uh, no, what is that, HCG antigen, I might have to look into that, in tetanus vaccines. Congress and all other governing governing bodies are uh, in duty until a thorough and public inquiry is complete. So, don't know how you want to feel about that, but within that... Um, people want some answers and I think that's totally fair. Um, and I think I, I just have faith in humanity and the ways in which we're, we want to have people take responsibility for some of the things that are going on in the world. Um, there are amazing things and people are amazing, but I think... Some of us are too busy just, you know, paying bills and 
putting food on the table to question why we live the way we live. Is this the only answer? Is this the only thing we need to do? Do we need to constantly be told by people with lots of money what to do, when to do it, how to do it? I don't know. I'm personally, I don't know. I just feel like in the depth of my being, I've always struggled with the thought that someone needs to tell me what to do all the time. And then like, obviously I'm a hypocrite. I live in the system. I'm sure I can hear people being like, well then, you know, stop using the system and blah, blah, blah. It's just like, yeah, well, right now my hands are tied. And I, and I hate that argument because it's just like, it's basically suggesting that there's no need for improvement. There's always need for improvement. Um, and I think it's problematic when people are kind of shut down in, in asking questions. Um, so tying back to that human rights thing that I was talking about earlier, it was the, the rights, um, let me get this out again. It was the, um, sorry, peeps have to find my page. Here it is. Um, it's the right to social protection in times of need, especially for mothers and children. Um, yeah, lots of children are going missing right now and you have to ask yourself why and do we care? Lots of us do care. And I think the reasons are unimaginable, but I think we can correct this. Um, so yeah, I feel like there's some underlying threat, um, when people start thinking for themselves and kind of digging a little deeper, doing a little research and looking for um, multiple sources. Um, that's just me and like teach their own if, you know, if people want to just continue to just want to, to, to continue um, business as usual, that's cool, cool, cool. But I think, I can feel it for myself that there's just a bit of an awakening happening right now where people are given the time to, are being given the time to dig a little deeper. Um, and I think that's amazing. And yeah, I just, I think that instead of being fearful of what's going on in the world, I think we just need to take our power back and take the responsibility of being a part of the solution and not just blindly following, um, you know, the authorities, if you will. This is like a tricky subject again, tricky, the word of the day, um, because I don't know, some people just feel like, you know, what do us lay people know? But I think we, we know a lot more than, um, I think we we do know a lot more than we're given credit for if we just kind of focus and, uh, yeah, pay a little more attention to what's going on. So um, ultimately, like this last little bit to, to even talk about these things is it is nerve wracking because I've seen, um, I was saying earlier, multiple um Platforms are censoring people, like um, Twitter for one, 
has taken down some accounts of people talking about the dangers of vaccines and like the ingredients in these things. Meanwhile, you have people talking about child abuse openly. That's fine on their platform, I guess. Interesting, questionable. I don't think it's right, but that's their, uh, that's what they're doing. And, uh, Instagram is doing the same. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm on Instagram. Um, and I use it as, as a source of information. I've been looking into some things. There's, uh, lots of pages of people, yeah, talking about the movement right now of, you know, um, looking for the truth. And so, um, I consider myself, I guess, a a warrior in that sense. And I think these things maybe for some people are hard to talk about and it's kind of being hushed, but that's not, um, I don't know, that doesn't feel right to me. For me, I think um, my purpose is best served here to be honest and, and, and explore things and share what I can with people. So if that gets me in trouble, so shall it be. But you know what? Uh, I love up on myself and I think that uh, we should all do that and give ourselves the permission to... Yeah, to explore. So it's a lot to think about, but um, if you do look into any of those things that I was talking about earlier, um, just be forewarned that it's dark and gross and unfortunate. But um, silver lining is that maybe we can collectively do something about it. There's always that option. So to dive into, this is just another little piece I wanted to add, kind of how I guess my brain works. Um, there's something called critical theory, which I think I just, I align and relate to a lot. And um, just from Google here, it says critical theory is the reflective assessment and critique of society and culture by applying knowledge from the social sciences and the humanities to reveal and challenge power structures. Uh, it's kind of my bread and butter. I guess that's what my motivation in life is. I like to challenge things. And, uh, you know, maybe it's it can get annoying for some people. I just, I love the challenge. I want to, big question, why? Um, you know, it's like when you're, you're a young, you're a young kid or like an adolescent and you ask your parents like, well, why? And they're like, because I said so. This is never feels good in your, like, I just, I don't think anyone had ever felt like, oh yeah, because you said so. Perfect. I mean, obviously, for the most part, I think a lot of the times our parents were just trying to save us from, you know, danger, hurt, pain, whatever. But um, the whole because I said so thing, living in a paternalistic um, society just doesn't float my boat. I want to get to the bottom of things and I want to know why. So, yeah, look into critical theory. It's... uh. Basically, it's a bunch of analyzing. Um, I like to analyze things. 
and encourage people to analyze them as well. Um, but within all of this, yeah, um, I don't know. I just hope we can take care of ourselves. There is a lot going on. It does get heavy and, you know, um, I think it is really important for us to, you know, do the questioning and, and, um, analyzing and stuff, but also, you know, taking care of ourselves. Feel your feelings. I, for one, uh, live for a good cry. Um, I've had lots of shit to cry about in my life, as most of us have. I saw this meme the other day, and it was like, girls be crazy. Like, how are you going to have a playlist just for crying? And immediately, I'm like, guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. Um, there's another UK artist, Ben Howard, who I listened to when I was going through really tough stuff. And basically, I just like uncontrollably just like you know when you cry and it hurts kind of you're like you almost feel like you're getting an ab workout because you're crying so hard that was me um but I think the release the the release is good um yeah we just need to practice some self-care feeling our feelings um and I just feel like I yeah again I'm an optimist and I think the world is changing for the better um as crazy as it is or it seems right now. Um, I do want to give you some things to check out. Maybe for yourself. If you care to. Um, Vanilla Sky Dreaming. Kim Cohen. She's really cool. I've actually talked to her um, directly. Voice messaging. But uh, she has a YouTube channel. Vanilla Sky Dreaming. She goes in and explains some stuff on there. For people who are like. What? This is confusing. Um, so she has. Yeah. YouTube and Instagram. She's some really interesting points to make. Um, Feel Rich on Netflix was a really cool documentary that I watched. It was about, oh wait, here I have it up. Um, it says, um, talking squarely to the hip hop generation, musicians, athletes, and others outline the benefits of exercise, a healthy diet, and spiritual wellness. Um, so yeah, it's just talking about using food, um, to heal ourselves, which is super, super cool. Um, also the, yeah, yeah, just if you have some time, maybe check it out. It's cool. Um, and then also something to read. I, um, read this, oh, what course was that? I can't remember. But again, in international development studies, I had to write a paper on the book, Pathologies of Power. Um, it's by um, who do we got here? Sorry, Paul Farmer. Really good read. Um, it just says Pathologies of Power uses harrowing stories of illness, of life, and death in extreme situations to interrogate our understanding of human rights. It's all about rights, human rights. They're being violated. Look into it. Um, yeah, it's a really good, it's a good read. It's a bit heavy and like, honestly, he uses, um, some really big words in there. Um, the, the wording is very, um, it's dense, but if you can kind of navigate through that, it's worth it. Also someone to check out, um, someone, um, 
that I've checked out. Liz Crokin, she is the one who made the Out of Shadows documentary. Um, check her out on Instagram. Um, again, you don't always have to take things on as your own truth and reality, but she has been trying to expose some things for a very long time. And um, yeah, she's been doing her research and stuff. So yeah, look into her. Liz Crokin, I think it's C-R-O-K-I-N. Um, but yeah, I'll just leave you with some of those little goodies to consider. Um, I'm by no means an expert on anything, but um, I think... Yeah, I mean, an expert, I guess, in the sense that I I know for myself what feels right as far as um, gathering information and kind of analyzing it and stuff, using that good old critical theory. Um, so, yeah, I suggest you do it yourself if you have the time. If you want to get a little down, dirty, and messy, um, it's there for you. We live in the world of information and sharing. It's crazy. Ultimately, it's just an amazing time to be alive. Well, that is all from me for today. I hope I've given you lots to think about. Um, again, I'm always open to compassionate and respectful discussion. So if you want to Throw me a line on my Instagram, purple.mercury. It's like purple period. Sorry, I don't know if maybe that's confusing. Purple dot. It's not the word dot. It's purple, then a period, then mercury. Just to clarify. Um, oh, one last goodie for you is smart people talking on Instagram. Um, that page came onto my radar after I made my last episode. So, um, yeah, another goodie to check out. But just want to say thank you for joining me and uh, I can't wait to gab again. So I will catch you next time here on Third Eye Rising.